Welcome to What God is Teaching. This podcast is all about what God is teaching my friends and me as we walk with Jesus by studying the Bible and being led by the Holy Spirit. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode three. Today, I'd like to share a little bit of what God has been teaching me through this weird time that we're in. So all of you have probably heard of COVID-19 or the coronavirus that has swept across the world. And due to the sickness, all of us or most of us have been put on stay-at-home orders or quarantines. And it's a really odd time in history and it's shaken a lot of things up. A lot of things are being canceled. Mission trips are being canceled. College is being canceled. I have friends that were studying abroad that have been brought home. Missionaries are being sent home. High schools are being closed. And a lot of us have been put on stay-at-home orders or quarantines, or whatever you want to call it. Um, And we have a lot of extra time that we usually don't have. So the question for Christians, I think, is how can we use this time in our stay-at-home orders to the glory of God? How can we quarantine to the glory of God? How do we not waste this time? And God, in His grace, has shown me that really this is an opportune time for the church. This is an opportune time for Christians. God God has given Christians an opportunity in this time, and we should be grateful for it. And so where I live in Ohio, we've been on a stay-at-home order for a few weeks now, and we're really not supposed to leave the house unless it's necessary. And in this time stuck in the house, God has taught me about solitude with him in his word as opposed to just allowing this time to turn into some kind of healthy, unhealthy isolation that is just filled with distraction. And I've thought about, unpleasantly, about what could happen if we do just allow this time to be filled with distraction. Um, And I've seen glimpses of it in myself already, and that's why I want to address it. And what we do is we just try to pass time. We get on social media for hours. We watch TV for hours. And really, we just find anything that we can to numb our minds while we're waiting for this thing to be over. And that's absolutely insane because we have no idea when this is going to be over. Or worse, will fall into sin. Satan tempts in isolation. And if we treat this time as just a time of boredom, where we're not seeking anything besides distraction through entertainment or pleasure or whatever, we'll fall into sin. Whether that's lust or laziness or whatever else, we'll fall into sin during this time. And we don't want that at all, right? We want intimacy with Jesus during this time. We want to know God better during this time. So how do we avoid distraction? How do we avoid falling into sin during this time? How do we know God more intimately during this time? And here's the thing. We can't just simply avoid distraction. We can't just simply avoid falling into sin. We have to actively pursue the opposite of sin, which is God. We can't just sit back. We can't just sit back and play defense running away from it. We have to run to God. We have to actively pursue God. We have to seek God in this time. I was reading in Psalm 119, and Psalm 119 is a prayer to God, and Psalm 119 verses 9 through 11 say, "How can a young man keep his way pure by guarding it according to your word? With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments." I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So how do we keep this time pure? How do we keep our way pure in this time? The psalmist answers by guarding it according to the word of God. We guard this time. 
we fight for alone time with God in his word. We guard that time against distraction. We seek God with our whole heart and we trust him to guide our path according to his commandments, according to his word. And I love in that last verse, in verse 11, where it says, I have stored up your word in my heart. Other translations say, I have treasured your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And I think that this is really one of the big things that God is calling his people to, is calling Christians to in this time, to store up his word in our hearts, to treasure it in our hearts. This is a great time to memorize and meditate on scripture. Most of us have tons of free time that we didn't have before. And how about instead of scrolling through Instagram for hours or numbing our minds with Netflix or TV or whatever, to distract ourselves from our isolation, we store up the word of God in our hearts. Psalm 1 says this, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. Verse 2, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. Notice the contrast here. It says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. And then the contrast to that, the contrast to all these wicked things is delighting in the law of the Lord. Verse 2 says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. And it says, Blessed is that man. So the person of God delights in what God says. They meditate on his word day and night. It's always on their mind. So what do we have to do to even be able to meditate on the word of God day and night? Well, we can't meditate on something that we don't know, right? We have to store up the word of God in our hearts in order to meditate on it day and night. We store it up so that we can meditate on it. We have to know it. We have to memorize it. We have to make it a priority to get into the Bible every single day. And the psalm goes on. In verse 3, it says, He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. This is talking about that man who delights in the law of the Lord. He is like a healthy tree that can't be moved because it's being watered by the word of God. It yields its fruit in season and its leaf does not wither. He prospers because he knows the word of God. He meditates on the law of God. And then here comes another contrast in verse 4. It says the wicked, in other words, the ones who don't delight in the word of God, are not so, but they are like chaff that the wind drives away. So the people that don't know the word of God, the people that don't meditate on the word of God and delight in it are just blown away by the wind. Where the person that does know the word of God and delights in it and meditates on it is like a tree that is rooted in the ground and can't be blown away. So we have to know God's word and we have to meditate on it and we have to delight in it. And really, we are in the best position to do this. And what I mean when I say that is we are in the best position in human history to meditate on the word of God and to delight in it and to know it. Think about this. It wasn't until about 500 years ago that we had the Bible in a language that the common person could understand and it was mass produced to the public. It wasn't until the 80s or the 90s that the internet came out and we could get the Bible on a computer. It wasn't until probably less than 20 years ago 
that we could get the Bible on our phones. And now we are just absolutely spoiled with ways to be saturated in the Word of God. I mean, I probably have 20 print Bibles. I have several Bible apps. I can look at the original languages on my phone. I have an app called Dwell that's great for listening to Scripture. And now, right now, in this point in history, we're stuck at home with a lot of extra time to use these resources to just be filled up with the Word of God, to store up the Word of God in our hearts. I mean, you can just be saturated in it with the same device that we're using for distraction. We can use our phones to know the Word of God better. Listen to it. Read it. We can do that with our phone. We have no excuse to not get into God's Word. Unless you want to call idolatry an excuse, putting entertainment or pleasure or whatever before God. And a hint for you, that's not an excuse. That's sin. We can't put these things before God. What we need to do is we need to make this a priority to dwell on the Word of God. Set a time. Do whatever you have to do to get alone with God and to spend time in the Bible. Go to your car if you have to. Delete your social media if that's your distraction. We have to get in the Word. We have to know the Word in these times. And God has given us all this extra time to do it. I heard a quote from John Piper earlier in the week that said this, Give your life unreservedly to what matters. Shut off the television. Put down the empty computer games. Go deep with God. Be much alone with God. And when I read this quote, I was convicted because I had been distracted. And I was reminded that storing up God's word is what's going to matter in the end. Knowing God through his word will matter in the end. And watching TV or scrolling through social media won't. Period. This is what matters. This is what's going to stand. This is what is absolutely certain. The word of God is sure. And it's really crazy to think about how the word of God is certain. Because if you look at TV in these times, if you look at all the commercials, they're all starting with, in these uncertain times this, in these uncertain times that. And sure, the times might be certain. We don't know what's going on. We're finite. We're dumb sheep. But we do know one thing that is not uncertain. We know one thing that's sure, and it's God, and we know him through his word. Isaiah 40 verse 8 says, the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God will stand forever. The things of the earth are going to be gone one day. The grass is going to be gone. The flowers are going to be gone, but the word of God is going to be here forever. One day, this virus thing is going to be gone. And whether that's in a few months or whether it's in a few years or whether that's when Jesus returns and restores the earth, I don't know. One day social media is going to be gone. That thing you've been distracting yourself with is going to be gone. But this, the word of the living God, this is of eternal significance. So please give your life unreservedly to what matters. Put down the empty computer game, shut off the television and get alone with God and his word. Be in solitude with him in his word. I was thinking the other day, wouldn't it be absolutely amazing if we looked back at this time in a year or wherever, whenever this thing is over and we didn't think of our stay-at-home orders as a time where we were bored out of our minds and we were distracted, but what if in a year from now or whenever this is over, we look back at the stay-at-home orders as a time where God taught us to walk close with him more than we ever have? What if we looked back at it as a time where he taught us to store up the word of God in our hearts? 
And what if after this is all over, it's like a floodgate opening. I mean, you have all these Christians just storing up the word of God in their hearts for months or years or whenever this thing is over, and then they can leave the house. It's going to be like an evangelism machine when this thing is over. Or we could distract ourselves and go back to normal when this, when all this is over. And that's not what I want. I know that's not what God wants. And I know that's not what you want if you're, if you're following Jesus. And the choice is really yours. So seek out God through his word, led by his spirit in this time. Don't be distracted. Seek intimacy with Jesus through his word. Let me read a psalm that has been on my heart for since this thing started. Psalm 46 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice. The earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And when I read the psalm, I look around and it seems, really, really seems like the nations are raging, kingdoms are tottering, the earth is giving way, but the Lord of the universe, Jesus Christ, is our refuge and strength. And he says, be still and know that he is God. Meet with him. He's written us a book. Read it. Pray through it. Know it. Memorize it. Meditate on it. And in these uncertain times, lean into and seek the one who is certain through his word. Store up the word of God in your heart. Meditate on his word day and night. Delight in it. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow What God is Teaching on Instagram for updates, and we will see you next time.